My friends, a few points about our gospel today. Um, the first is this odd parable about the dishonest steward who was in charge of the master's property. He got his two weeks notice uh, and he decided what is he going to do after getting that notice of dismissal. He's going to go and kind of lower everyone's debts on the side so that they'll welcome, they'll at least be his friends uh, after he gets fired, right? That, that's dishonest. Um, this is why, you know, sometimes when someone in such an important position gets two weeks notice, they really just get two weeks pay and it's their last day because stuff like this happens, right? But um, we hear that the master commended the steward. He commended him. Why? Well, at least he did something. Right? There's some, you just kind of picture this steward who I'm assuming is pretty lazy. He's not really uh, doing anything. At least he did something. Right? He, he at least took a little initiative, even if just for himself. He at least showed a little bit of initiative. You know, sometimes uh, parents chuckle. I chuckle uh, when working with uh, youth in particular. When like the creative ways they find of getting into trouble and their shenanigans, as long as it's harmless, it's kind of funny, and sometimes you got to play the disciplinarian, but it's like, you know, that's really clever. Uh, okay, great. Here, like, at least you did something. Thank goodness you just showed some initiative. Um, not that we here at St. Francis are being dishonest, but I think that there's a certain malaise in the church, um, and that just do something. Our parishes are emptying out. They're dying. I just looked... 107,000 people, 107 less, 107,000 less people attend Sunday Mass in the Diocese of Providence because they at least released those universal numbers for their entire diocese. 107,000 less people attend Sunday Mass in the Diocese of Providence, Rhode Island, which is the entire state of Rhode Island, now than did 18 years ago. 18, in 18 years. And this is not just Rhode Island's we're all doing it. There were 900 people at Sunday Mass in the early 90s here at St. Francis. 900 people. I'm happy when we break 300. It's a good weekend if we break 300 people. There are over 900. About, what is it, 30 years, less than 30 years ago. Um, people are just leaving the church. And there's a lot of, you know, things that the church is to blame for that. Okay. But our parishes just seem unwilling to do anything. Providence, Rhode Island, just the example, um, is they, they lost 107,000 people, more than half their Catholics, and they only cut like 100 Sunday Masses out of 600. Like, let's just change nothing. Let's just pretend it's okay. How many people have seen that cartoon of the little dog sitting in the fire? Like, yeah, this is fine, right? It's, it's fine. Like, no, it's not fine. Something needs to change. And so the church nowadays just do something. That's kind of been a guiding philosophy of um, what we've been doing over the last year and a half uh, with a number of the changes that have happened here at our parish and the ones that continually do uh, happen is let's do something. People are leaving the church. Just do something. Now, again, everything we do is very honest and straightforward, uh, but we just need some initiative. And we need this not just at one parish, but at every parish. Let's just do something to try to stem the tide of people just leaving our churches uh, and trying to bring new people in. And again, here we're seeing already some good success, uh, that there are more and more people who are attracted 
to the truths of the gospel and to uh, the way that the Catholic life is lived here at St. Francis, particularly in our Sunday liturgy, which is incredible. Okay, so this is what the dishonest steward is all about. Just, you know, if you had a company that lost half of its clients and the CEO is like, yeah, just business as usual. Like, don't change anything. Like, that's crazy, right? That CEO should be fired. Um, No, rather do something. Let's be bold. Let's take daring risks trying to spread the gospel. What have we got to lose? There's less than 107,000, there's like 98,000 Catholics left uh, that go to Sunday Mass in Providence, Rhode Island. Again, I wish I had these numbers for our diocese, but it was a lot of statistics that, being a diocese that comprises the entire state, they were able to do. It's just like, okay, you got less than half your people left. Like, try something. It can't hurt. It really can't. Let's try to do something. The dishonest steward teaches us that. Okay, that's point one. Here's point number two, is that what we have to instill, if we're going to really live the Catholic faith, if we're really going to draw people back, is we have to stop compromising with the fact that this is important. This is important, and this is necessary. Sunday Mass is important, and it's necessary. Yet we have to go, it's an obligation to go to Sunday Mass. And that we have to fulfill this obligation uh, every week. Every single week. The amount of different activities that have come up on Sundays uh, that people just don't go to Mass. Uh, Now, there are exceptions for people that need to work in uh, essential services. That's hospitals, that's police officers, that's firefighters. Um, Brooks Brothers is not an essential service, right? We don't need, the West Farms Mall even, isn't an essential service. Um, they don't need to be open on Sunday. People need to be able to go to Mass. And people who are forced to work on the day when they need to worship, uh, that is a wrong on the part of society and employers. But we who want the money, you can't serve God and mammon, we who just, let me get the extra cash. I'll put in some overtime on Sunday in a non-essential role. Uh, That's not good. Also, you just see, um, you know, the one of the biggest, one of the biggest enemies of Sunday Mass right now, and I'm sorry for anyone who's involved in this, is youth sports. It's like you have to be at games and practices all day on Sunday. Okay, well, what about church? Yeah, what about church? You have to be at games and practices all day on Sunday. Let me tell you, you cannot serve God and anything else. And so the church is saying you have to be at Sunday Mass. Every Sunday, no exceptions. Okay, if sports and that collide, who's going to win? Well, nowadays, unfortunately, we're seeing that it's sports that wins, but that is not a good move uh, for those in pursuit of eternal life. Uh, Sports cannot be more important than God. Let's just be very honest about who we serve. When I served at another church uh, with a very early Mass, um, people would leave Mass early, for their local tea time. Now, this was a 5.45 in the morning mass, right? So if you're teeing off at 6.15, go to a different mass, right? Uh, This is crazy. You can't serve God in golf. You can't serve God in youth sports. You can't serve God in overtime. You can't do it. You serve God. Everything else revolves around that. Every other schedule gets changed because of that. What we offer is important, 
it's necessary for eternal life. And so we need to start today. Look, you're all the ones that are here, right? Thank goodness that you're here. Um, But we need to go out. And if there's those in our family and among our friends, you know, you can't serve God in vacation. I'm, go, I'm leaving for vacation tomorrow morning for just a few days. Um, and it's going to be, but like Sunday Mass, more important. My little sister and newly baptized niece and mother are already at the house that we're just going to stay at for a little bit. And like they had to find a church and get up on a Sunday to go to Mass at the church where you go on vacation. If you can't find a church when you go on vacation, then go somewhere else, right? You can't serve God in vacation. One thing comes first, the love of Almighty God and serving him. We need to take back the priority of our religion. We have to do something. People are bleeding out of our churches. And so we need to affirm the importance of what we do here. We need to call those who are straying back to the practice of true religion. And then we need to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in its authenticity and in its power. My friends, this is not optional. This is the worship of the true God with whom we want to spend all of eternity. He asks us just one hour a week. And so we need to have that priority for Sunday Mass and commit that we serve God first, always and above all things. Everything else comes second.